0: here we go it's <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: we're professionals no that's the worst what thing we do. get your professional <laughs> voice on Was what,
1: it you cindy uh, get your you?
0: professional voice on what does okay. it sound like <clears throat> what does it sound like <laughs> that sounds professional. All right. i'm ready
1: i'm ready
0: 2016. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. And I'm Yannick. And this is Pixels Weekly. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hey, how's Hello. it going? Whoa. Oh, wow. yes, indeed. Wow. <laughs> Using the stereo capability. I, am I in your left ear <laughs> or am I in your right ear? Um, <laughs> I'm actually right behind you. <gasps> I'm behind you. I'm, I'm over here. This is the classic Sandy position. Talk to the wrong side of the mic. (laughs) It is. It is. Uh, Welcome to Pixels Weekly, a uh, weekly video game podcast with your three favorite people on the planet. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely, yes. And we're here today to talk about... It's June. It is June, and it's hot and sweaty, and I can't wait to stop podcasting so I can turn all the fans back on in my house. (laughs) But until then, I'm hermetically sealed. The AC is off, the fans are off, and I am ready to get sweaty.
1: Oh yeah, get that Mm -hmm. recording done, baby. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) So guys, this (laughs) week we're talking about the history of E3. We're going to relive some of E3's greatest moments. We're going to teach you a little bit about E3 if you're not familiar with it, because it is coming up and we're going to be doing some special episodes next week um, after the conferences happen, just to kind of very quickly have a conversation between ourselves informally, Um, Not the typical episode structure, just conversations about what we thought, about the announcements, about all the stuff. Maybe we're blown away. Maybe we're disappointed. You'll find out in real time. And um, then maybe we'll be too tired to do an episode after all of that. But we'll we'll see. uh, There's a cat biting my foot. Oh, God.
1: I don't know. Leave her alone. We need her.
0: That's the last time you put ahi tuna in between your toes. Um, Told yeah, you no. not to. But if this is your first episode listening, um, and if you're if you're a Sound of Play listener, uh, a Kane and Rinz fan, thanks for for listening to that episode. Uh, I believe it comes out on uh, the eighth, and I was on that episode. We got to talk to Ryan Heyman a little bit a couple episodes back. So go check out his episode. He was great. Um, And welcome to the show. And the way we start off our show typically is with HodgePodge. Stuff that's in the news, stuff that's in our mind, and what we're playing. So, what is everybody's HodgePodge this week?
2: I'll start off with The Sims has announced a free expansion for their Create-A-SIM mode. And they're loosening up gender restrictions. Yay!
1: Oh yeah. That is really a step forward. I really like reading that.
2: Yeah, so... Clothing items and accessories that used to be gender-specific are now open to anybody.
1: Isn't it a thing that they wanted to also do in, like, WoW or that they should probably do or people are criticizing about?
0: Um, I, I, I think it'd be great if I did it
1: That's really cool. And so, like, all the all the outfits, haircuts, makeup can be, like, applied to anybody, mm-hmm. no matter what their gender are. Oh, yeah, the, really cool. the
2: speech style, the haircut, the gates, all that stuff is freely accessible regardless of the gender choice.
0: Wow. And was this in response to anything or just something they decided to do?
2: It's something they decided to do for funsies. That's pretty great. I
1: mean yeah, funsies and then they all they kind of like, <laughs> I'm funsies. sure, bringing I'm from sure funsies the for sure. developers
0: decided to put a bunch of hours into enabling <laughs> that. Uh, I, with stuff like that, I never know if developers are like literally unflipping a switch that they made of like no women can only wear this and men can only wear this and they're just lifting that restriction or if there's new development necessary in order to accommodate those things
2: i think it's also a change of the times once upon a time if you were a guy that wore makeup you'd get made fun of now if you're a guy that wears makeup you're like whoa do my makeup you know
0: so it's (laughs) Unless you're a guy that wears makeup and sings rock and roll music, in which case then you were getting all the ladies. <laughs> all the ladies.
1: Um, yeah, I'm. I'm sure you know. It's great publicity too. It's like developers are like, yeah, we can do that. And it. It. I feel like this seems more than any other game. Never really had that gender boundary on around the relationships that each scene would have right you could date a guy right from like sims one like that was possible um it was you know part of the game it would have it was totally doable and so i feel like yeah like you said it, it probably wasn't <laughs> wasn't that easy as like flipping a switch but there was no gender specific actions or gender specific stuff you could do um it was already kind of like universal in that way the only thing that was not universal was cosmetic was outfits and looks mm. Um so I think I mean it's you know I feel like it was an easy thing for them to do uh, still required some work but I feel like it was an, an easy decision on their side considering the amount of great publicity that they could get out of this thing Um when is that coming out though
2: uh, the free expansion should already be out
1: there we go. Uh, no.
0: beat already the dropped no
1: no no, the beat drop. no.
2: <laughs> I'm jumping ahead of myself. <laughs> uh, da, da, da.
1: That might be yeah. one of those games where if we, if we want to talk about uh, video games with my girlfriend, try to test that out, see if that could mm-hmm.
0: work. Yeah, if, I mean, The Sims is a great one because it's cause it's also very charming and funny. And who doesn't like building a house in that game? I love building my. You know, <laughs> I can spend ten hours in build mode, and then I'm like, oh yeah, oh, then I guess I have to make him go to work. I'm done with this game. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I would have I would have all the cheat codes and yeah, make any. Like every new house would have a different style. The neighborhood looked so weird. Every house was different.
0: Wasn't it like you type in pepperoni pizza over and over again or something with a tilde and you just get like <laughs> a
1: thousand? No, it was like for me it was like a what is it? Like a coma not a coma, um semicolon exclamation point, semicolon exclamation point, and you repeat that and yes. that would depending on the code that you would put in before, it would like multiply that effect. So like if you did a code for money you multiply that kind of thing, and then you enter it to up to the car limit, the, the car actor's limit. And, is that uh, a cat? Kitty yeah. also is excited by The Sims.
0: This, the cat is really on top of
1: things. Let me talk, I
2: don't, Kitty. I don't, I don't know where he is, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's not in the same it's, room. It's a ghost. He's behind. It's a kitty ghost. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> uh, I, like, I hear him, and I'm like, where is he? <laughs>
1: The D- kitty, November 13th.
0: This Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, my hodgepodge for the week is I beat Doom. Yeah. yeah.
1: Badass. You're a badass. Look at you. Look I got to tell you, you like,
0: I felt like a badass because, uh, man, this game towards the end has some difficulty spikes around boss battles. There's one boss battle. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's pretty difficult, and then it becomes twice as difficult, so you can kind of infer what happens. Phase one, phase two, Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Doom had a really... I I didn't really pay much attention to the story, which is great for a Doom game. I shouldn't really have to. Something about hell and energy and robots and the scientist people, fine. It's all good. Um, (laughs) But it was really fun. And uh, so if you have the chance, single-player... Go play Doom. it was, um, it was really good throughout. Uh, some people have said that it kind of shows its hand early and then repeats the same tricks. But I think Doom is one of those games where there's so many different enemy types that you have to fight in different ways. And by the end of the game, it's essentially arenas of every type of enemy that you're trying to deal with at the same time or in different ways and combinations. And it gets quite difficult but uh, nothing makes your veins pulse and gives you the adrenaline to get off the couch and go, I am a god! <laughs> than, no. uh, than making it through a wave. Uh, so, Doom, what a good video game that is. It's, and again, I to go back on the conversation we had a few weeks ago, I had no idea why anyone was surprised that it was good. Wolfenstein, good. Also weird difficulty spikes in that game. <laughs> uh, New Doom, good. Um... And if our last week E3 predictions hold true, maybe there's going to be a good quake headed our way too. But go check out last week's episode if you're interested in that. Yannick, what's your hodgepodge?
1: The wit Ness. What? It says it all. <laughs> it's all in the title, boys. It's all in boys and girls. It's all in the title. Um, you remember the Witness, right? That yeah. puzzle game. Mm-hmm. I still haven't beat it. It's Drives me nuts. Gives me a headache every time. I have oh, to yeah. Take a, I have to take an Advil before and after and the day after and so on. Um, I still want to beat it, though. I'm sure I will. And I feel like an accomplishment. Not like Doom, probably. Like, But I still feel like a my own badass version. <laughs> um, they're making... Uh, not Not they. Not the developers. One fan isn't working on it. He's working on bringing the title to the Nintendo Entertainment System. So he... Uh, you know, I see the the screenshot is kind of like a... a uh, a nest representation of the island that you start on, you know, like the witness is pretty much that puzzle, that 3d puzzle game experience where you travel that word and you have to solve the mysteries on it. And I haven't been going super far to know exactly what I'm doing is about. I'm just connecting beams of lights together at the center of the island. And
0: so you started playing the Nintendo version.
1: Uh, no, I haven't, I tr- haven't tried a Nintendo version. I've heard about it. So the thing is that, um, he's uh, planning, uh, uh, the plans are to include 32 puzzles in the complete version, um, uh, but the, in in the current state, the the game only includes the starting area. Oh. Um, so and I I don't have that I don't. It's like a it, there's a demo for the Nest D Make and that I have, you have to explain to me what what is a D Make. Oh, so I've a D Make would be term. like,
0: you know how a remake is like making it with modern stuff. A Make is making something, again, only with older stuff on purpose. So instead of modernizing and making it look better, bringing it up to new gameplay standards, you're kind of, what would this work like if it was an old game? And I'm looking at screenshots right now from the wit. NES, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh Nintendo <laughs> Entertainment System, of course, what the NES stands for. And, the NES, and yeah. oh my goodness, we're going to have to uh, put this in the show notes so people can go check it out and uh, link to the blog and maybe we'll steal still some I mean, R yeah, work it's for the background.
1: It's a challenging thing because I know some, and I don't want to spoil it, so I'm not going to tell the zone. But there's some um, some puzzles that pretty much ask you to pay attention to all your senses: audio cue, visual cue, yeah. shadows from the sun. Like, how are you gonna? If it's not 3D, how are you gonna replicate the 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 shadows on That's the a good puzzles? Question. Yeah, maybe you're gonna like have to the, like
0: push things around or something.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see what the what the what the actual final version is gonna be. But yeah, you can download an NES simulator on pretty much any um, any computer uh, operating system Windows, OS X, and Linux, and even Android. You can find an emulator on there.
0: Now, before we continue, I do want to say Pixels Weekly. Does not say that you should be downloading emulators and ROMs. Well, emulators are legal. ROMs are legally very gray. Maybe we could borrow it? No, that's stealing. I'll ask for permission later. Remember, taking something that isn't yours just isn't right. Yeah, I know.
1: And knowing is half the battle. G.I.
0: Joe! Okay, you finish your hodgepodge. I've got a bonus piece of hodgepodge. (laughs)
1: do it but we just got a breaking news we have a breaking news i mean i am done i am done i am done so go ahead
0: i found myself wanting to play some old games as you know i disconnected my wii because nintendo's been having a jiggly puffing bad year yeah with the exception of mario maker and splatoon but that was kind of last year so we're not gonna talk about that but i wanted to play some old video games and i was like it's illegal to have roms these are just free copies of games People can download on the internet. There's a lot of great websites for finding them that, that I don't, totally don't use. <laughs> and I didn't want to, you know, as, as somebody who believes in paying for games, I I didn't want to illegally play video games. So I picked up myself a Retron 5. Do you guys know Ooh, what this thing is? Retron 5? I know it's red. Yes. Well, you can go to <laughs> Retron. Actually, it's black. There's black and there's like a Super Nintendo gray one. But Retron 5 is Where a did red come from <laughs> the the old one the 3 was red
1: oh, isn't it the one with the multiple like cartridge yes, slots yes or... exactly so okay. go to
0: retron5.com and you'll find yourself it's essentially a multi console classic system it plays nintendo cartridges super nintendo cartridges sega cartridges Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advanced cartridges.
1: That's awesome.
0: And it's got controller ports for the original controllers. And it's also got um, great uh, modern things like screenshotting. It hooks up over HDMI, so you can actually plug it into a regular TV um, these days, which also means I can stream games. From it, because wow. I get it through uh, HDMI. This is awesome. And this is how we're going to live stream They're out Mega of stock. They're totally out of stock. There was just this hole-in-the-wall I mean, place one. in San Jose. Try Video Games in New York. Yes, go find go find a local retailer of this thing or order it on, on back order. If you just want one particular console, they do sell just like this a new Super Nintendo console. Or like yeah. one that only plays SNES, or one that only plays Sega stuff. Oh my god,
1: they, they got this SNES S ninety one premium controller as well. Yes. Oh my god, yeah, they were it's so really selling. good.
0: <laughs> um, and the controller's like twelve bucks if you want a Super Nintendo controller. So my controllers and stuff are shipping to me. I went on eBay. I bought Link to the Past, Mega Man X, Star Fox. Uh, Super Mario World, Yoshi's Cookie, Street Fighter 2. You've played all of them so far? I know. I'm waiting for them all to come in. The (laughs) only thing I've played is um, the Sega six-pack with Sonic and Golden Axe and Shinobi and Mm -hmm. all these great old games. And I'm loving it. But, oh my goodness, I didn't know if it was going to work. I didn't know if I was going to like it or not. Retron 5. Wow. (laughs) Very impressed. And I got mine mine for... 130 bucks which oh it God, says 160 on, on the even. site so I didn't pay yeah. 160 and the one that's Super Nintendo and regular Nintendo only is like 50 bucks it's really good
1: well it it, it sounds like you know I didn't, Sandy remember when I went to that hipster uh closing spot and I have sent you all guys a text and I was like, should I <laughs> yeah. buy this thing? And it was kinda of like the same thing, except worse, except bad. So right. I'm glad I'm glad I didn't get to buy that because there if there is something that I want to do now is to buy that retron five and fool around with it.
0: Yeah totally. Totally. You gotta check it out. Um and hopefully I'll get to stream something. We'll we'll do one Sunday where I just play Mega Man X for everybody and that would be fun. Oh yeah. Um okay so this week we're talking about E3. I want to go through um, to tell people a little bit about E3. Uh, if you don't know what it is, it's coming up uh, next week. As soon as next Saturday, Sunday, press conferences are going to start happening. Uh, but first of all, we'll just start off with what E3 stands for. Three E's, the Electronic Entertainment Exposition and you see I always forget what they mean <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, oh acronyms you're the worst so back in the the, the early 90s uh, video games you know they were kind of relegated in the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis days um, and maybe other consoles as well I, I, those, those are the ones that were I was playing at that time um, were relegated to uh, CES which is the Consumer Electronics Show that still happens and but it's really CES now is kind of more known as like a television, you know, sort of event. And, and like, what are the latest weird gizmos and gadgets, smart home stuff? That's that's what CES is for. CES happens to also take place at the same time as the Adult Entertainment Awards. <laughs> and, uh, um, fun fact. If you're point of fact, it's true. So nerds can like go downstairs, look at, oh my god, look at this new LG TV and then they go upstairs and they go, "Ooh, look what I can put on this LG TV." Am I right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but video games weren't necessarily thought of as these huge consumer products back in the earlier 90s. And and so they were relegated to way in the back and there's even uh, stories of the the Sega CEO at the time saying Uh, The Genesis was put underneath a tent that was, like, past the parking lot of CES. And it rained, and actually rain got in all the Segas, and it was just this big disaster. And you had to go way out of your way if you were looking forward to seeing video games. And so eventually a bunch of, you know, CEOs and uh, a bunch of industry experts said, you know what, I think video games is big enough where we need our own show. And they got together and they made something called the ESA, the Entertainment Software Association, which essentially was just people that came together to essentially plan and execute E3. Yes, they do other things and they have other responsibilities, but they were really to put together the trade show. And so E3 was born. I think the first show had something like 40,000 or 50,000 people that showed up, and it had... Oh, guys, the very first E3 in 1995 was the debut of the Sega Saturn. <laughs> yep. And Nintendo talk was about like, that check later, out yep. this thing. It's the Virtual Boy. Ugh, okay. So maybe, and, oh, and I think the Neo Geo CD was, was also announced. And it's so funny to think about, and people call it a highlight at this point, but the very first E3 had a small conference room of maybe 100, 200 people sitting there mm-hmm. and watching a Japanese executive click through a PowerPoint deck and show this weird thing called the Sony PlayStation. And everyone was like, oh, Sony doesn't really do video games. You know, who cares? <laughs> this isn't going to be a big deal. But that was just a small event. You know, people talk about it now like, that was when the PlayStation was announced. But it wasn't it didn't necessarily light the world on fire but um that's kind of the the foundation of E3 and every year it became known as where people who care about video games and talk about video games and follow the news go to to get their stuff essentially anyone that works in the games industry it's not open to the public at this point but if you're in the games industry you can go You meet people from different game companies. They show you games that they're working on. Sometimes they're playable, and you can show other people in the form of making videos and taking pictures for your website or blog or magazine back in the day. Sometimes it's stuff that you're not allowed to show or you're not allowed to talk about. And sometimes it happens in this main exhibit hall in L.A. Sometimes it happens in a hotel, you know, outside of Oh, Yeah. So there's these closed-door meetings as well as a show floor packed with people from the industry, all of which who are sent there from respective news outlets. And what, what's different about E3 than a lot of other video game events is, you know, E3 is the same place that IGN goes to, Polygon would go to, and, like, The Wall Street Journal would also go to which is very different in terms of like a game developers conference that's not necessarily like mainstream consumer media going to those things this is this is kind of the event that is the you know it's kind of called the super bowl but it's not a competition but it kind of is (laughs) Uh, and e3 kind of is if you're paying attention E3 is going to tell you about all the games that you're going to be playing essentially within the next year. And in some cases, as we'll probably hear from Yannick and Sandy, years <laughs> and years and years later, because they just what? don't come out on time. Um, And so E3, for, I mean, for me, it it was always a source of excitement. It was always a source of something that I would be... I felt like I was the cool guy in the know. And the next day I could tell all my friends and be like, Hey, did you hear what happened at E3? I was the nerd that followed it. And people were like, I don't know where Ryan gets this news because especially back in magazine day, right? People who read magazines weren't going to get that information for another like three weeks or whatever. But the the cool nerds on the internet were like, this is what happened at E3. Um, E3 does have some tepid history around trying to move locations and also it was notorious for having very uh, gaudy booths and having booth babes which were essentially women (laughs) that you would pay to be sexy in front of your video game to go don't you like this video game (laughs) Uh, ah why are you talking like that I just love cool barters and <laughs> and um, I-, I think that stuff might be drummed to a minimum now. I've never actually been to an E3, so I can't say. Uh, E3 is just as known for its after parties, however, and I'm sure that there are women that are paid to be at those things because video game press tends to be a lot of sweaty, nerdy dudes, um, especially in L.A., especially in the summer
1: so like we said we didn't we never went we never, <laughs> yeah so like you did you mention that it's very important because like everybody would be like it's so big like how can i get there it's only reserved and for journalists and people that get credentials uh that's right you know people from from the world maybe sometimes uh, content creators might come out there but that's that pretty much where it limits that
2: yeah and yeah it, but I, I, the rules were kind of loosey-goosey because my fiance. Was at an E3 when he was a teenager huh. because he was writing for a uh, Sega Dreamcast blog, and it's like, yeah, you're you're a journalist, you're a writer, yeah, right. You, you
0: you just kind of have to be loosely affiliated, and certain companies like EA and Microsoft are are realizing that there are other shows throughout the year that gain a lot more momentum because they allow. The public in and the really the public are the people that are most excited about the video games not the press who just see the conference as a chore so um microsoft and ea are doing like side events that's like you know the e3 they can't really call it the e3 they just have to be like the microsoft showcase at e3 or something like that <laughs> um where fans can go and actually do all the fan stuff like cosplay and hang out and I don't know, eat, drink, and talk about all the games that are (laughs) announced at E3. So um, I wanted to, we did a little preparation and we we talked to each other and we wanted to talk about some of the most memorable, some of the best E3 stuff and some of the worst E3 stuff. So I know you guys um, have other E3 stuff. Let's talk about, why don't we start with the best E3 stuff? The
2: best is kind of a hard word because I feel like best and memorable kind of go hand in hand it's true we'll start with like fun things like in 2004 uh shigeru miyamoto and nintendo had this huge reveal for twilight princess and everyone's like losing their bananas and they're like oh my god twilight princess looks so great and then miyamoto comes out with a master sword and a hylian shield and everyone's like oh my god he's like our king (laughs) yes miyamoto yes yeah yeah and that's the same year that we met Reggie Fizeme, May
0: because he's here to kick ass. My body is and ready. Take names. <laughs> <laughs> my body is Reggie.
1: Who is do a, uh, what we call a body check on somebody? So today I think we'll do it with Reggie. Hi.
0: <laughs> my body. Ready, Reggie? My body is ready. Hi. <laughs> hmm? Yeah. Okay,
1: Reggie, please stand on the Wii balance board. So, uh, are you wearing just
0: a uh, light layer he- heavy clothing? clothing? Heavy clothing. Heavy clothing. clothing.
2: Uh, Reggie's... Oh, Reggie gives us so many fun moments.
0: <laughs> Reggie <laughs> is the current, uh, for people that don't know, the current president of Nintendo of America, correct?
2: Yes, he is a giant man. Yes. He's kind of scary. And when he came out, to, when he was introduced... He's like, we're here to kick ass and then take names, and it's like, who says that? Yeah, who says that? <laughs> that's so that's nerds. funny because
0: that's so not his image now. He's kind of like this. He's in videos with puppets. He has a puppet yeah. that's
2: made after him. So lovable.
0: So Twilight Princess in two thousand four. That was the that was the same year that they showed the DS, wasn't
2: it? I think so. When did I? Because I 2004? got a DS Light. I had a DS late in 2007.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I think... So it wasn't very, in 2003 first... or something?
1: I remember the, the, DS4, the, the DS era started when I picked up on World of Warcraft. So yeah, not before 2004. Mm-hmm. Must be 2004. Yeah, I think Pretty
0: 2003 sure. was World of Warcraft, wasn't it? Or that's when the beta mm-hmm. of World of Warcraft happened?
1: Yeah, the beta was in 2003.
2: Yeah, the DS was launched in two
0: thousand four. Yeah, so it was definitely there. Mm-hmm. And it's worth saying that every year since E three started, with the exception of the past few years, E three has been growing in attendance and growing in popularity. And now it's and then it. Every time it starts to dip a little bit, they always panic and try and change something. But what are what are some more memorable E three things?
2: Then we had in two thousand six. Sony announces the PlayStation 3 at a price point of only $5.99 <laughs> oh, US dollars.
1: Oh Today, we're pleased to announce the global PlayStation 3 launch details. In North America, the PlayStation 3 will be available at retail on November 17, 2006. The 20 gigabyte PlayStation 3 will retail for 499 US dollars and the 60 gigabyte PlayStation 3 for 599 US dollars.
0: Crickets. Crickets. Crickets.
2: <laughs> and that year was really hard for Sony because the PS3 had the worst games, the worst demos. Uh
0: it was super hard to make games for
2: yeah, it's it's Ridge Racer. That's the only thing I remember from that from that <laughs> I one. You it's Ridge George Racer. Of good things at E three. Sandy, <laughs> what happened?
0: These
2: are these are memorable. These are memorable. These are fun because okay. now they bring me joy. Okay. When I see them, because right. I'm like, ha ha, Sony. What were you thinking? It's so
0: funny because <laughs> those of us that were Xbox fans during the Xbox 360 era always remember laughing at PlayStation three, and now now look what happened, right, with PlayStation four and and Microsoft yeah. coming out and going, oh, television, 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 <laughs> Instead of, uh, this plays video games. What do you think?
2: So much fun. Mm. Uh, what else was there? All uh, right, 2009 was when Microsoft first announced what would be the Connect under the name Project Natal. Mm-hmm. And that got Luke more responsive. I remember, like,
0: Peter Monaloo coming out and, like, Showing a girl who was, like, petting a tiger for, like, five minutes. (laughs) Like, any demo, we all know, any demo that goes wrong is always, like, it feels like forever. Like, you can feel the person's pain up on stage going, oh,
1: God. It's like in rehearsal. Just like in rehearsal. (laughs)
0: Just Just get through it. Get through it.
1: Just finish it. Pet it one more time.
2: (laughs) There's also a video up on YouTube, and... I'll include the link to it, and it's like, did you ever want to know what the bottom of your avatar's foot look like? Well, now you do. Well bam! Oh my,
1: that's the one of the worst moments. Little... I had to save for the worst <laughs> moment. It could be, it could be saved for a worse moment as well. Yeah.
0: Super memorable, guys. Super memorable. You know what makes things memorable? Like or it. yeah, like maybe we can save this for when you start talking about bad things from E three, but um, it's just like these people are. They're businessmen and women. And so the second or or they're game developers in, in some cases. And it's like they're just not they're not designed to be up there telling jokes. And so like no. Ubisoft even knows no. this, right? They just hire a comedian to do they they hire Alicia yeah. Tyler. Aisha Tyler to get up there and, and crack jokes and we can Maybe yeah, some talk about that a little bit <laughs> yeah, yes.
1: yeah. I want you guys to focus on um, starting next week. You'll be able to watch on stream. Um, stay tuned uh, to our podcast to our website. I'm sure we're going to communicate when the and you can find the agenda pretty pretty easily. But I'm always I'm always surprised about the hype and you know the the uh, the, the the preview the like the predictions before. And once you're over there, the crowd and the, I feel like, you know, the host and the crowd are on different level. It feels like the crowd is very high or either very asleep, had a huge meal at lunch or at breakfast. And then Aisha Tyler, everybody's like,
0: isn't it awesome? (laughs) Well, I mean, if Aisha Tyler is sitting there going, isn't it awesome? And you're showing us like Assassin's Creed for iPhone. People are going to be like, What?
1: wow you guys this is amazing this i personally my personal personal favorite game i mean we, we can get a we can get a drinking game going around those conferences like which is my personal favorite <laughs> you're gonna hear that a thousand times yes. oh my god yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. it's always yeah it's always uh it always like leaves you not leave doesn't leave you hanging because sometimes you're really impressed by that by the games the trailers and everything and and But the presentation itself is always, you know, is always on a very, yeah, it's, it's the very low end, in my opinion. It's the very... Uh,
0: you know, I've got an idea. It's not high quality. Game. We should all watch tr- or try and watch the conferences together. I took the week off, so I'm going to be watching these conferences. <laughs> all right. But um, more specifically... We should take a drink every single time someone says the word "exclusive" in one of the conference, <laughs> because nowadays "exclusive" just means nothing. It's complete. They've yeah. sucked it of all meaning. Of like, it's exclusive to PlayStation, and and also PC. Uh... <laughs> it's it it's Microsoft first. It's, yeah, yeah. Call of Duty DLC like exclusive to Xbox One for uh. It days. comes out a
1: month after on PS One.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it'll be out thirty days later on uh, PlayStation. Uh, it'll actually be out just twenty four hours later on PC. So if you if you like doing that, and uh, that's fine too. Um, yeah, it's crazy. All right, so do, do we have uh, do you have more memorable stuff? that do you have anything good, Sandy, on the list? Uh, <laughs> do
2: I have anything good? I I mean they're funny. Yes. Okay. And that brings that brings me joy. Okay.
0: Funny things make me happy. Chase our bliss. <laughs> Let's chase our bliss down this hole. Uh, I mean,
1: I, I, I can't. I can't remember. I can't forget um, because I feel like I've only been paying attention, really watching live the conference since I landed in the U.S. So, pretty much in the last three years, I will never be able to forget the uh, excitement out of the crowd where Final Fantasy 7 Remake was being announced oh last year. Man. That was a that was a peak moment. I, I mean, it. just the excitement of people. You know, I was just I was just calling out quiet crowds and passing out crowds, but this like this crowd was really like, like going crazy with that Final Fantasy 7 remake. It was really something. Um,
0: and I think you guys probably yeah. feel this, but sometimes it feels like that what gamers are asking for and what companies are giving them are very different things. Right? And sometimes we feel like we're not being listened to. Sometimes we say we don't want something, or that we want something, and really all the purchase data suggests that we... Like, everybody goes, oh, I hate free-to-play games, but they're the hugest and most successful games, right? Everybody goes, oh, I hate season passes, and then everybody buys a season pass. It's like, you know, there's that stuff, but then there's also, in the case of Final Fantasy VII, there had been so many missteps with Square and Final Fantasy, and so the fans were like, please, Yep. I just want to play Final Fantasy 7 again, and you yeah. won't. I will give you money again. <laughs> do you understand? Yeah. And it just—we mm-hmm. all. I think they announced it the very first year, where everyone was convinced it was dead. You know, like where everyone's like, they're clearly not listening. They don't care. If they're doing whatever they want to do.
1: And it got fifteen coming out, and everything. Yeah, they're you know.
0: announcing other Final Fantasies. We're never getting this, and then sure enough. They announced it. I I lost my mind. I was like, I can't believe it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that is true. Now if and we I can get last Capcom year. to bring back Resident Evil.
2: <laughs> uh. I don't. I don't have strong
0: hopes for that. No. No. Uh, no. Konami's making pachinko machines now. I mean, what, what what's happening with the world?
2: Yeah. Apparently, in in Japan, Capcom and Konami, their primary like bread winners aren't video games yeah it's like health insurance and stuff and you're like what oh,
0: can you imagine getting health insurance what? from the biohazard people <laughs>
1: <laughs> covered against all aliens that's right.
0: <laughs> in the event of a zombie attack you will receive 30% coverage
1: I, I swear you make money if you build that type of insurance because there are a strong believer out there that will buy that stuff right away oh, yeah that's a good no idea question, no questions asked
2: that's how we get the young people. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Buy this video game.
1: That's what we and do. And you get
0: health
2: insurance.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Welcome to our new what? podcast, Strategizing Health with Ryan, yeah, Sandy, and Yannick, <laughs> where we talk about video games, but then also shrewd business practices for healthcare
1: companies. <laughs> Call it short take.
0: Hour three. I think the premiums are too high. Anyway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> we
1: needed one impre- impression in the show. We have it. No, now. I know. It's good. <laughs> we need to
0: have one impression
1: per episode. I want a flat white. I <laughs> I All right. Right.
0: Okay. No, so what what else do we have?
2: <laughs> Going back to I guess a more positive thing is last year at E three we had the teaser trailer for Phantom Pain, Metal Gear Five. Yeah. And people were like, oh, ah, yeah. my God, it's so great. We're so happy. Yeah. Ah.
1: That's, that's how they're happy. That's
2: my yeah. reaction. That's oh. my reaction for everything that makes me happy.
0: Like, ah. <laughs> any time, I feel like any E3 where they where it's a new console cycle and they're showing us new hardware, people go nuts. People really go nuts. Oh,
1: yeah. Our hardware is this thing, yeah. The most anticipated, yeah.
0: And this is a special year because we have... Either we're going to see like nothing in terms of hardware, or there's a ton of rumors this year about maybe we're going to see a ton of hardware, and this is mm-hmm. only three and a half, four years into the console cycle, so this would be very new and very unexpected. So the, a lot of people, especially in the industry, but even outside the industry, the mainstream media, you know, the, the uh, I don't know even what to call them, I get the Mashables, <laughs> is that the mainstream? <laughs> the Buzzfeed, is that mainstream? It is. Those people yeah, of the world are paying attention because it could mark a, a shift in how people buy these things. It's not an every six year thing. It could become an every two year thing. It could be an every year thing, like an iPad or something.
1: Yeah, I feel like. Uh, do you guys believe in that? That we're gonna have a new consoles gen at gen every eight years, and then a mid, um, you know. In the middle of that period, have an upgrade. Every four years, having an upgrade. Um, I, in I mean, those Sandy,
0: you go Sandy, you go first. If you've got something.
2: No, I mean... You're shrugging. It's totally It's possible. a visual game. You
0: can't shrug for the people. It's, <laughs> no.
2: it's what they're doing. Guys, I shrug all the time. I shrug. I make faces. That That's how I communicate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shrugging faces. That's why we
0: faces. got you on a podcast, so you can do your shrug <laughs>
2: faces.
0: So we can see those faces. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so we can see those faces. I, I mean... I do it with the the like my portables with the Nintendo DS. I had the DS, DS Lite, DSi, Mm -hmm. 3DS, new 3DS XL. So I think depending on the size depends on whether people are willing to keep going in and buying a new one, like an iPhone or iPad. Yep, or tablet
0: or phone. I guess for me, I am ready for the. You know, it's funny because I think last year, maybe a couple years ago at this point, um, is when Steam machines were being talked about and being the big thing of like Valve and their computer manufacturer partners wanted to make essentially computers that were the size of consoles that played computer games and had the whole Steam library or could play any computer game. And as we know, computer games work in a system where basically something that you bought 10 years ago you can, it may take some fiddling, but you can play it now, right? And I'm ready for that future, for consoles. Like, I want to not reset every six years. I want to, if I want to spend a weird Sunday going back and playing the original Halo or Fusion Frenzy, where are my Fusion Frenzy people at? <laughs> uh, That's right. <laughs> Fusion Frenzy, jumping over sticks. Uh... <laughs> There, then, then I want to be able to do that. And I think like the the system that like Nintendo uses now to re-monetize those things is like Virtual Console. But Nintendo doesn't really have a unified account system still, and hopefully they'll get that with their next console. So it's like you have to buy it every single new time the new system comes out anyway. So I would much rather have access to all my games... All the time. And I'd much rather be like. I'm going to skip this year's Xbox. Because I feel obligated to buy. Every new console that comes out. And not just one. I have a PlayStation 4 over there. A Wii U. And uh, and an Xbox One. And as you guys both know. Now I have this retro thing. <laughs> and I've got no <laughs> HDMI ports left. Um, but. Yeah I'm ready for that future man. So I, I hope it is the case. I hope it's coming. Uh, and. Everybody who's like, Oh, what if you just bought a console? Now they're gonna make me buy this new one? No. No one's making you do anything. And especially if the new one plays all the games that you can play. Yeah. That's a dream. That's a good point. Yeah.
1: Hopefully business you know, business wise it will come to reality, you know, as profitable for all those companies.
0: All right, I uh, want to hear cause some. Because
1: you just said it, you just said it. You buy you buy every console that they they get out. So you're part of the system, sir.
0: Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. If they start coming out every year, though. I'm not going to buy them every year. <laughs>
1: All right, we got off road right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, Sorry.
0: What? Give it's me some E3 fails. Give me some awful stuff from E3. Yeah.
1: So I mean, so you Sandy pretty much already <laughs> touched on it. Uh, Sandy touched on. Sandy touched on. No, Sandy touched on the the. Um, not Sandy. Never mind. You touched on the, the the very first E3 conference in 1995 and the um, the Sega one, especially, oh. announcing their new console, right? The Saturn. The Sega Saturn. Um, so, they had the great idea. This is a good one because when I read it, I didn't know about it. You know, I was too young back in the days and internet wasn't in my town, so I never really... Asked myself, well, what happened in uh, E3 conference in 1995? Well, turns out this is what happened. So, the company's president just, like, dropped a bomb on everybody. Positively on the audience, negatively on the retailers, developers, um, mainly. And uh, they announced the Saturn. Uh, the Saturn had a release date before the conference. Uh, but during the conference, they announced it that it would be released four months before what was scheduled in the U.S., oh. So imagine I don't know imagine having the PS4 coming up uh what is it right now June imagine the PS4 being the PS5 being scheduled for June 4th or June 5th oh 2016 God. and the guy of place the Sony comes out and he's like well actually the PS5 is available today <laughs> and you would think that like, if, they, I gotta if that go. <laughs> It's yeah. It's already in your GameStop everywhere, or in your Best Buy. Go find them. They're actually right, in, right there today. And obviously, in 1995, that wouldn't be leaked, right? Or, right. but obviously today, you would think that Sony would call and communicate with your retailers and developers and make sure they have games to come. I was out gonna with. say they must no, have no, had, no, Sega, like no games. Sega didn't do that. Sega didn't do that. They didn't think this through. They were just like, we're gonna release the console. ...at a price tag that was pretty high for the time over there. Remember, we're in 1995, so 300, $399 was quite a price. And uh, there were just no games when the console came out. Because all the developers were kind of, like, rushed out. The games were not ready yet. Right. So, So Sega released a console four months earlier than what expected and the the worst part of it is that later on this le- this year a $100 cheaper consoles comes out the Sony one the, pl- the first PlayStation comes out in September so the Saturn really got a hit on that really got unpopular and um and they you know consumers just saw uh, something graphically superior in the PlayStation yeah. and Saturn had a really like a a lead um on the you know on the on the hype I guess of, of back in the time but no games were there were only six games on launch. Holy cow. Uh because most of those developers were, you know, needing those four months to get games out. And uh and only six games were launched. Uh with the Saturn, which was uh yeah, it took a huge hit. And I think the industry learned a lot. Now you see a console coming out, I feel like it's the you know they're all kind of like learning lessons from that from their failure launch where you need to have a a good a good spread a good a good amount of options with the games that you release with any consoles any new next gen consoles uh, so that's my first one so that was a, a pretty good one so I, I don't really want to go chronologically but for anybody out there go on youtube and go find go search konami's 2010 press conference the whole conference in itself is pretty amazing They've always been, um, Kony has been traditionally having, like, dry conferences with just, you know, focusing on the latest Metal Gear Solid projects. Or, I, I mean, I remember also, like, the Pro Evolution Soccer trailers, you know, kind of like EA released their FIFA. They would release their their soccer version, you know, their soccer and game. And
0: their 40-minute
1: um, healthcare segment and pachinko machines. Th- that too, you know, <laughs> and like, BioWiser and stuff. And they were, like, kind of tired to be overlooked at E3, so... There were um, they decided to make a show a little bit more inventful. and it didn't really, you know, I could say you, I guess you can say mission accomplished, but <laughs> um, you know, there there's like an incredible amount of quotes you can get out of this thing, and uh, the Maeda uh, Naoki Maeda uh, quote that you know I found on the internet, and also that I found during watching the video. Uh, now you can move your fat body freely demoing the Dance Masters new game. <laughs> you can move
0: your fat body freely. Uh,
1: the other producer um, like of the 99 Nights 2 uh, oh, producer, yeah, Tag Fuji. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you just continue to press the same button like XXX X, X and YYY y, y and XX X and YYY y, y again, you will be sucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay? I think this, they were if, just trying if, if, to be if,
2: cute though. I mean like yeah. these are... Japanese people trying to cater to, to the American appeal. Yeah.
1: I like how so any American Japan
0: <laughs> is shouting at us. That's like how do you get to, how do you get through to these people? Yell.
2: I mean you it, just it works. It's true. I mean, then just that's yelling. what I do. I've been yelling <laughs> like,
0: for half hey,
1: this podcast. You. So what do I? <laughs> yes. I know. So definitely go check out that disaster that was Konami's 2010 press conference. Oh, um, and there, I have another one because I. As you know I'm also gonna Tell you guys A little bit What what celebrity We got to see At E3 for For the worst Or the better Most of them You know Have a positive impact And are a wise choice And they entertain the crown They give a they give a little bit more flavor to each press conference, right? They, they they entertain. You got DJs. You got David Guetta coming over. You got Husher sometimes uh, uh, showed up mm. to present some games. You know, David Guetta was for the DJ Hero game. Remember that? Usher. And uh, yeah. sure. And, you know, you got Jason Derulo at Ubisoft coming up on stage. Uh, I, I can't remember what Jason Derulo presented, but... You always have like some singers here and there. You got Cobby Bryant that came over on the 2K12 uh, NBA presentation. Do you guys remember what celebrity also to give was a, at
0: the Xbox reveal?
1: Uh, the Xbox One reveal?
0: No, the original Xbox reveal.
1: No, the the okay, not yeah. I can't say the Xbox One because the Xbox One. Is <laughs> the the very the the very first <laughs> Xbox. Uh I mean, now you felt like. You make, oh, I, you make me fail because oh, I. You make me fail because I should so know good. and I don't. Go ahead.
0: Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! I Should have known that. <laughs> I'm a champion. huge fan. I didn't even know that the. You know, the peep, the most electri- electrifying. Just comes out. And person I got, on the planet. Oh, we
0: got a link to it in the show notes. He's just lumbering above Bill Gates. He's like, yeah, we have to say. Uh. It's video games. And the Rock is like, "How's it going, Bill?" We're like, "Oh my god!" I'm scared for everyone right now. Uh, he's yeah. gotten
2: bigger. The Rock is bigger. I know
0: now. he's a monster. He's.
1: No, uh, you should guys. You should Google uh, "The Rock cheat day" on on the Google images. You will see what he eats on cheat day.
0: Oh, it's pretty. It's. Uh, it's I know yeah.
1: he
2: eats normally. I just I can't eat that.
1: It's pretty amazing. You no, know he eats on cheat I day. I mean, pretty much, you know. <laughs> Babies <laughs> baby baby alive alive, um and um so yeah you've you've got a lot of those, remember Paris Hilton getting her mobile game out, uh Paris Hilton jam, which was pretty much a candy crush, but like uh, oh. a a Parasilton adaptation of it God.
0: it's like they um, they find celebrities that like people who play video games specifically do not care about,
1: yeah. Exactly. Well for I'm for scared. her there was her name was on it. So I guess amongst all of them, this one makes sense to have her at E3 because it's a it's a game that has her name right. on it. You know what I mean? Like some of them are a little bit borderline. It's like all right, you guys just got a huge bag of money to talk about need for speed when you're not even to the game. Uh, Go ahead, do your thing, get off the stage, get your check, and goodbye. But I guess for her, I mean, she had to be there. I don't even know if she had, they made her talk, though. I'm probably not. I guess that's um, just
0: something so that the BuzzFeeds of the world can go, Paris Hilton's got a new game coming out. That's the headline, right? Yeah, BuzzFeed yeah, yeah, Buzz wasn't a
2: thing back then. I don't know. But now I'm worried. I'm like, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West debut game at 3 oh, I'm
1: like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. No, they're working on it. They they're working on the emojis. Have you seen all the bit emojis that are that are like star based? Like you get the on <laughs> like on the app store. There's all those like
0: I saw the there's Justin all the, emoji, the Justin there's like the,
1: emoji. the yeah the Justin emoji the Justin Bieber oh emoji. God. There is the Kim Kardashian, which is pretty much her twerking like in any positions. Wow. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I didn't buy it though. But uh, I didn't which buy one is like? Though. There's like there's also like a there's a there's a Steph Curry emoji a bit emoji. I mean it's just like it's it's getting, that it's one getting you did buy. Of, no, no. Right. I mean I love them. I I respect I respect the no I I respect the the athlete. I'm just not all over Football. him. But just not over him. Uh, so if I may continue, yeah, sorry. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I may continue, so I was talking about all those um, celebrities, but the one that really uh, and once again, I'll try to describe it with words. But uh, Jamie Kennedy, two thousand seven, oh. uh, is invited by Activision to talk about their new games, Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare, and Tawny Hawk's Proving Ground.
2: Oh, oh. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, that was awkward. That, right? So like, like the whole thing was kind of
1: awkward. I'm sure you like it's hard to watch, but go watch it. You know, <laughs> uh, that's why I don't remember he was, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was hosting uh, Activision's E3 proc- pre- co- press conference, and I have no other word for it, it's drunk and high as hell. And uh, the only topics that he was kind of like focusing on was sex, drugs, and not having sex. Um, uh, because so, we're nerds, you know, right? was Oh, we like, get it. Yeah, he was calling out the audience a bunch of virgins. There are so many virgins in here that Richard Branson is doing in this event. Uh Yeah So it was You know The amount of awkwardness Out there Is pretty amazing um, It's impossible To look away But it's hard to watch them. Yeah
0: That's the most
2: Favorite uh, thing So
1: the whole thing Was kind of awkward uh, I th- I can't remember I don't even I didn't even know That guy before I wrote that article Can you Apparently imagine He, he got being in jail a, Right a after for, that He got in jail some
0: magazine or some website like polygon and then going to a thing and then having the host go you're a bunch of nerds that can't get laid <laughs> what do you think and like you don't even want to be there and you're just like "Ugh."
2: <laughs> you're actually a pregnant woman and you're like oh i damn
0: <laughs> you're ready right. like, i had sex recently look you can see
2: <laughs> at least nine months ago at Gosh. least
0: within the past nine months sex
2: no, you're but science.
1: Says my mood. That leads me on. That, that really leads me, me on.
2: Of, uh, yeah. Joel McHale. He did this, something similar also.
0: Oh, at the Game Awards.
2: And was it the Game yeah. Awards? I think, I don't know if he was at the Game Awards or at an E3, but there's a, a game called Battle Tag Laser. Uh. And, and it was like video games, but in real life. Yeah, because... You don't want to sit in front of your TV all day, so here's laser tag with your friends, but the game master is your console, but you play outside. And Joe McHale, <laughs> Joe McHale so funny. Uh, he's like, oh, beautiful women are coming down just shooting at other beautiful people. What is happening right now? I don't know. And he's trying to like amp up the crowd, and it was just really, it was just really awkward and painful. <laughs> And I'm just like Joe McKill. You're so funny, but you're better than this. What, this
1: is happening? where the like, you know, the guy, the celebrity is like, "Hey guys, I got this. We don't need to rehearse. I'll, I'll come. You know, I have some stuff to do." But the other editors are like, "No, but we really want you." He's like, "All right, I'll come. All right, all right, all right." And he just like spills out something that you know doesn't look anything close to what a press conference should be. That should be, right. should be.
2: It was Ubisoft's. E three yeah. conference. That's well, so was. Ubisoft.
1: Yeah, so like in my research, I noticed you know Ubisoft, and I I tend to forget watching years after your years. Father, but Ubisoft, are your the Masters are my, my father, Mister <laughs> Mister Guillermo. Indeed, like tends to invite, uh, tends to invite a lot of um, that's their thing. Invite you know. So we talk about Aisha Taylor, uh, Tyler, who has been uh, the host of the. Of their press conference uh, for a lot of years now. I forgot when when she started. I think yeah, she started in twenty twelve. Um, but but she's you know, nerdy. They got,
2: like she's a nerd.
1: No, she's she is. CSI. But yeah, you know, they're they're like you know celebrities. They got you got the 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 authors of uh, the creators of South Park coming over to talk about the new role play game, uh, uh, the 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 South Park, the fractured but whole uh, RPG game that they got out. Um yeah Ubisoft is a is a, is a common uh, is a common place uh, Ubisoft press conference is a, is a common place where you can get to see uh celebrities um so yeah that's pretty much it for me you know like there's been a there's been a lot of I could have I could have gone on and on there's like pretty much every year something going on something awkward something something weird some failures and everything but uh definitely Expect this year to see some more celebrities. It's a, it's a common thing. It's a, it's it's something that works. That people get excited about. You know, when Kinect, when the project Nato was presented, Spielberg was there as well. Um, it's it's something that works to people. They get to identify a lot, and they get to see. Oh well, look, you know, like Jason Derulo, like Usher or Snoop Dogg are gonna play the next Tekken. We should go get it. So expect <laughs> it to be a thing again. Oh, Fiasco
2: likes, he likes uh Oh, Street yeah, Fighter. Street Fighter,
1: I know. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, it's funny, I saw T-Pain funny because uh, play Overwatch. Like I saw T-Pain streamed on Twitch. Oh,
2: yeah, no thuggery. Oh, God. <laughs> Guys, please say, you- if you're going to a Capcom event... There is no thuggery allowed. No thuggery.
0: No thuggery. Don't know what it means,
1: but no I love it. What is it? What is it? What is thuggery? Like there's thug. <laughs> we don't.
0: We don't what know. What is? What is? What is thuggery? <laughs>
2: Nobody knows what it means. It's just like a general rule. No thuggery. No thuggery and Lupe yeah. Fiasco is just like running around taking pictures with people, and everyone's like, "No thuggery," and it's like, "What? What is that? <laughs> what it is? We don't know."
1: I don't it's just not that. allowed.
0: All right, guys. Well, I, I either way. I think what's uh, what is exciting is, especially if you're a podcast listener, you're getting inundated this week with a bunch of E3 prediction episodes and E3 reaction episodes, and we're joining in the club, so we're part of the problem. But um, hopefully, you know, you listen to our show and each individual show because you are interested in what each person. Thanks, uh, of the E3 press conference and you're kind of finding whose personality or whose tastes you line up with the best. So after, again, on Monday, now we're, what are we We're going to be Saturday night, Sunday, we'll post the times on the website, Saturday, Sunday, every, <laughs> every time, every night that there's a press conference, I think is Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Um, and hopefully not any other days. (laughs) We'll make a quick episode with one or all of us, and we'll just talk about our reactions on E3. But uh, it is an incredibly exciting time, despite all the crap that we just (laughs) talked about it, because, hey, it's video games. That's why we
1: love it, too. That's why we love it, it too. That's why we're watching it.
0: All right, so to finish up the show this week, uh, we're going to play a little game called steamed gamer Not like <laughs> the vegetables. and i feel like
1: and i feel like this one is gonna have sequels because oh you we're know, gonna be doing it's going be the, so
0: how steamed yeah. gamer works is i am going to read yannick and sandy a negative video game review of a game that everybody universally loves it's well known and well loved by everybody that plays it, but this is a negative person's Steam review of the game.
1: If you put Destiny on there, I'm just not going <laughs> to play.
0: Well, it has to be on Steam, so is Destiny on Steam? It's not, right? Oh, Destiny's, not on, oh, Destiny's on Steam. not on Steam. So, all right, and 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 I'm only choosing reviews that should offer you some hint as to what game it is. Okay.
1: Okay, so you you went with some triple eight. Why I'm going because with I've big never games been hanging you know, out on but Steam. Again,
0: these are all Steam reviews, so these are Steam games.
1: Because I don't even know. I don't even have a Steam account, so I never bought anything on there. So
0: here we go. <laughs> this is from user hashtag without Trump America <laughs> dot dot dot. He owns a hundred and three Steam games, and he's only written four reviews. So plays a lot doesn't have a
1: lot okay of well you he came here for the but, right yeah, reasons but okay.
0: one of his four reviews are this oh yeah 31 percent of people found this helpful so that's good to know. and he, <laughs> and he has put in <laughs> that's slow that's super low no, i know 33.2 <laughs> hours into this game so a lot he played it a lot okay, okay. well okay here it is he, yeah march 13th highly
1: overrated Sure, it may have been good for its time, but honestly, I'd rather play Flash games. The story is very bland, the shooting is hoarse, bleep, the boat level is bleep, not a
2: single hour of gameplay was truly enjoyable. I really only played it because every every cuck on the block
0: (laughs) is saying... LOL, when is 3 coming out? L-M-A-O-T-B-H. If 3 comes out, I would not <laughs> even consider
1: playing it. Alright, we got some more information. I like that. We got two sequels. We got, you know, we got a boat level. Boat level. <laughs> <laughs> ah, dude. Is it, um, what's his face? Uh, it, it's a shooter. One comes out, we have multiple... Uh, choices, right? Well, multiple chances, or should I just come with one and that's it?
0: I will let you uh, each uh, lock in an answer. We might eventually, make, maybe we'll make these multiple choice later, but I feel like there's a lot of hints in this one. I think Sandy knows already. She's giving me Do the-
2: I don't. Go I ahead. don't know. I Go don't ahead, Penny. No. I'm thinking like there's a two. People keep talking about a three. It's probably a valve game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is it about Valve? Valve can't
2: count to three. <laughs> so um, I'm like, okay, what, well, both? all right,
0: well, uh, that's, that's interesting that you say that because would you like your your additional hint will be one more negative review?
1: Okay. Okay. Do that. Do that. Username: Corn of Action, <laughs> On the same game.
0: Who owns 229 same games, same game, yeah. And has posted okay. eight reviews and only played this game for 2.2 hours. On May 19th, 2015, Corner of Action said, I thought it was Morgan Freeman, not Gordon Freeman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what game is this? It's a game with like. So it's, it's a game with Morgan life. Freeman? Oh, that's
0: right. <laughs> yeah, half
1: I had it in my head too. too. That's right. I had it too. I, I had it too.
0: Guys
2: I'm like. I'm like, does Left 4 Dead have a boat? Do I remember? I
0: don't know. <laughs> because Valve goes, well, like, oh, we could make a third version of this game, or we could just make unlimited money forever.
2: <laughs> we don't count to three. We don't need to. Suckers.
0: All right. Well, you guys got it. You're correct on the first, first, first ever Steamed Gamer Challenge. Guys, I know you're listening to the show. Many of you may be listening to this for the first time. Uh... Again, thanks to Ryan Heyman and the Sound of Play, guys, for letting me uh, talk about video game music and for telling you all to come check out Pixels Weekly. The best way you can support us, as we said on that podcast, is give us a review on iTunes and you could win a year of PlayStation Plus. If you don't have a year of PlayStation Plus, maybe we'll think about making an Xbox Live or maybe a Steam gift card at this point. I don't know. We'll, we'll negotiate. You can go to PixelsWeekly.com slash win to do all that. You can follow us at PixelsCast and uh, what else? Well, PixelsWeekly.com has all the episodes for free. So that's all the plugs all out of the way. And you made it. You made it to the end of the episode. What do you think?
1: Make sure you follow Sandy. S- she's awesome. <laughs>
0: follow Sandy. She never tweets. I know. Yeah. She
2: she's
0: never so good. I the time. Stop. stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right until next time aloha aloha and we'll see you at e3